Welcome to the Funny Millionaires Podcast, where you laugh all the way to the bank. Here's your host, Lee Lin. So I'm so excited to welcome uh, our next guest. He's very handsome, very funny, very Korean looking. Uh, the, the Jason Rogers. Um, I saw him at uh, Hollywood Improv uh, actually not too long ago. He was amazing, hilarious. I love his energy. And I think you guys will get a lot out of hearing from him again. If you have problems picturing what Jason Rogers look like, um, he ba- who, who do you think you look like, Jason? Uh, I don't know. That's a good one. I, um, I don't know. I've never Maybe just an Asian it. man. Let's, let's just do a placeholder yeah. Asian man, a handsome yeah. Asian man. Handsome. Handsome. Yes. Thank you for imagine, that. Handsome. Yeah. Imagine Jason as that. Okay. There we go. So, um, he's really an amazing comic. Um, he talks about his experience being an adopted Asian into a white family and he just made me laugh so much. So welcome Jason. And again, thank you so much. You got food poisoning and you're still on here. Um, Mad respect to you, dude. Um, so thank you so much. Um, Thanks, you- Lee. Handsome, yeah. handsome. Wow. Yeah. Um, I guess be- beauty's in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you would kill it in Asia. I really think so. But um, yeah, let's no. uh, let's let's get this show started. So, like, how did you get started in comedy? Um, I actually took a class. I took a class in San Francisco. And I don't know, something was something had always drawn me to, to trying and doing it, but mm-hmm. that's how I initially got started. Uh, I took a class and then I really, you know, got to, to understand, really learn what comedy was about. It, not just ha ha ha, mm-hmm. you know, clown, funny, but there's actual, you know, joke structure. There's, um, you know, comedy is often. Ironic, you know, irony, contradiction, mm-hmm. paradox, tragic, even. Mm-hmm. Um, they say, you know, comedies, tragedies, and comedy. So, I, and that's life in general. Right. And then I really started looking at my life and, like, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of contradiction, paradox, or irony just in, you know, me being adopted for everything, my whole mm-hmm. story. So, for sure. Um, I just, I just started to pursue it. Mm-hmm. So your background is so interesting. Like I highly recommend everybody to just see him if you're in Southern California. But can you tell us, like, what what is your background? Uh, yeah. So I am. I was actually I'm an immigrant. I was born in in Korea, mm-hmm. South Korea. Mm-hmm. Make sure you <laughs> say the South. Say, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, people are crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's funny when people even ask me in North or South. What do you say to them? Do you play along? Jason, do you play along? It, it, like, just did you have you just answered North Korea one time and just see how far you could go? Um, you know, I just, I just, I do it on stage, but I, I like that. I think I'm gonna from now on. Yeah. The joke is, I would say I'm the only one. Yeah. That ever stayed, so I'm gonna say, that. yeah, I'm actually a North Korean refugee. Oh my god! I just had and, my first big. I just had my first Big Mac uh, three days ago. Oh my god! It's hilarious. Are you gonna appear on Trump's next State of the Union? You think so? If you're, if you yeah, do that, think, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna dress up as Kim Jong Un. Let's do that. I can't wait. You're Too so funny. Uh, gotta get you some more food, but don't get more food poisoning. I guess. Um, <laughs> okay. So, so, well, like, uh, so you have white parents. You have white hippie parents. 
Can you tell us, yeah, like, were they supportive just, of you in comedy? Because I don't even know what to ask anymore. Because they were they okay with yeah. that? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They were. They were always supportive. Um, okay. My dad was actually. I'm in real estate too, and mm-hmm. and I was talking to him one day. They're both deceased. This is before. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry to hear that. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I was telling, oh, what you, you know, I'm thinking I want to pursue comedy, and I was talking mm-hmm. about commercial real estate, mm-hmm. and he's like, just do both. You know. Wow. So, Damn. Yeah. That's a progressive parent right there. That's awesome. It, so yeah. yeah. So what made you decide to start comedy? Like, what tragic thing happened in your life? push you in this terrible art form wow well i mean comics comics often come from a dark place yes Mm -hmm. i um you know like obviously i was i was orphaned at birth Mm -hmm. you know i was given up for adoption like Mm -hmm. i grew up in a place that no one looked like me i grew up in new hampshire Mm -hmm. man um so you know i came into racism at a very young age Mm -hmm. Um, right I also was, I was sexually abused when I was five years old by a neighbor, and mm-hmm. I kept that a secret so um, sorry that. my whole life. Yeah, and then I was, you know, I was just constantly mass pain and, and, and depression of drugs and alcohol for years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually went to prison because of the uh, oh, wow. the drugs, yeah, so it did a year and a half. So all this stuff just was a road way to i think to performing comedy that's amazing wow just your life story that's incredible like how did you like i almost don't even want to ask this question but i do want to know the answer to it like how do you how do you deal with being asian uh it was hard you know in the beginning of Mm -hmm. of my life was hard because i I lived in such a part of the country where there wasn't many asians right um so i kind of had this identity crisis but now it's like i'm using it i think to my advantage you know mm-hmm. with comedy and my name and my my upbringing mm-hmm. you know so um ideally i i identify with being american what mm-hmm. is that of course you know but mm-hmm. living here and, and right. all that you know american culture has to offer and mm-hmm. it's you know short 500 years of existence mm-hmm. and then korean you know um, mm-hmm. and asian because mm-hmm. that's you know where i was born mm-hmm. so like uh, what was your first open mic like for you um it was scary when i took the class i guess i consider that was my first open mic because we had to mm-hmm. do a performance oh okay and it was very scary because i had mm-hmm. i think even now I get a little, you know, a little bit nervous. That's mm-hmm. like good nervous energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, back then it was all nerves. Mm-hmm. But it came out funny. People were laughing. Mm-hmm. I was so awkward, I think, and so nervous. Which is weird because you're so confident on stage now, at least like to me when I saw you at Hollywood Improv. Like, do you remember what you talked about? Um, when was that? Uh, was it my act? Did I do my act? I must have done my act. I must have. Um, I, you know, talking about things. My act right now is definitely a little bit of Trump. A little bit, obviously, my upbringing. Um, dating. Um, You're kind of cutting out. You're kind of distant. Hello? Am I distant? Yeah, are you driving? Oh. No, no, I'm not driving. I'm, uh, okay. No, I'm in. <laughs> 
Um, I have uh, my headphones in, actually headphones plugged oh. in, and I have my microphone. <clears throat> okay. Because the only uh, person more dangerous than driving while doing a podcast would be me, you know, because I'm a female. So that's the only <laughs> next level. So I'm glad you're being safe. Yeah. Um, sorry, I cut you off. So like, when did you start doing comedy? I uh, really, I say, so I started, so I produced a show, American Me Comedy, and it's, um, I started it in 2009. Mm-hmm. I would say that's like my benchmark. Mm. That's awesome. Okay. Wow. Um, You're kind of cutting off. Really? Oh, cutting out? Can you hear me now? Yeah, much better. Okay, perfect. Because you're just drifting uh, in and out. Okay, perfect. Yeah, awesome. So, can you give us some advice on how Asian males can be funnier, or maybe Asian females, whatever? Just how can we be funnier? Allow your ear out <clears throat> completely. Hello? All right, so it's time, I guess, for some improvisation uh, while Jason gets back on the line. <clears throat> so I first saw Jason at Hollywood Improv. He was awesome. I valeted and then uh, I had my keys and then I couldn't, uh, get back in. Okay. So, well, while we wait for Jason to come back, I think you logged off. Um, yeah, he's an awesome person. I, I had my keys in my pocket and I was like, Oh, what the heck? Um, <laughs> where's my car is here, but my keys gone, but my key was in my pocket the whole freaking time. And he was the only comic like nice enough to wait with me. So I will definitely never forget that. Um, I think he completely, maybe it will All right, this is live, guys. I'm gonna call Jason. <laughs> this is this is podcast live, guys. The live podcast. Um, but he is suffering through food poisoning. So let's be let's be understanding. Hey. Yeah, can you call back in? All right, cool. Okay, thanks. Bye. Woohoo! The star is back. I am glad. I was just talking about how nice you were um, waiting for me while my keys were in my pocket. And I was waiting for the ballet. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? You're in, but I can't hear you. Hello. Hello, Jason. Hello. Yes, yeah, you're back. Woohoo, I'm so happy. <laughs> oh my God, I was just talking about how awesome you were waiting with my car key in the valet because I was so dumb. I had my keys in my pocket the whole time and you were like nice enough to like wait with me at Hollywood Improv. Um, but anyways, uh, where were we on? Okay, how can Asians be funnier? How can Asians be funnier? If it's um, possible at all. No, I think there's some very funny Asians out there. I think there should be more funny Asians, um, but I think we're seeing that now. Uh, mm-hmm. Just get out there, you know, work on your materials, um, get on stage. 
Mm-hmm. You know, from someone that is, you know, still learning. I'm learning every day about it, and I've gotten better over the years. But it's, it's a work in progress for sure. For sure. You know, sure. and even yeah. now I still don't think I'm, you know, I'm funny, but I know I'm what? getting stronger and better. What? No, well, not not, that, not that what? I'm funny, but I just get up up there and perform, you know, mm-hmm. and and I just, you know, try to be me. That's it. Right. Um, Mm-hmm. No, I should say I'm not funny, but I, I know that I'm getting stronger every day mm-hmm. just because yeah. of reactions and then comments and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because to me, you're amazing. So for you to even say like, you're like, you know, you know what I mean? Well, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yes, yes. I can relate. I can relate. Unconditional criticism. That's what we, uh, yeah. that's what I call it. So, um, what's it like, uh, dating for you as an Asian dude? Um, okay. oh. dating, it's, uh, do you have a girlfriend? Are you available? I, I don't, I'm available. Yeah. Oh, I'm okay. very, All very right, available. ladies, ladies and gents, he's available. No gents. <laughs> no gents. All right. I just, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's 2019, but okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's it like dating for you? Like as a community? Cause I feel like, okay, this is how I feel, Jason. You guys feel like the most garbage male comics have have someone you know what i mean and the female comics like some of them are taken but some of them are like totally single do you know what i mean like i feel like it's easier for a comedian dude to find a girl than a regular guy uh yeah i think it's easier for you think so yeah. really oh i think so and there I must be so. something horribly wrong <laughs> anyways um like do you have any no, t- I'm not, I'm actually, I'm not dating because I'm taking, well, not taking a break, but I'm just, um, I'm just, you know, just focusing because I, I, I I didn't recently get out of a toxic relationship, but the Mm -hmm. last relationship I was in was just kind of, okay, I got to relook, reevaluate things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll say I'm still into having fun. I want to go out. I'm social, but Mm -hmm. I think just what, what I'm doing now, I just, you know, focus on my comedy. Mm-hmm. Work, so, you know. so this is just you brought up toxic relationships. So, without naming any names and protecting the innocent, like what, in your view, is like a toxic relationship as a dude? Uh, it just, you know, obviously in the first few months, it's like the, it's the, it's the honeymoon phase, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So infatuation, you get to know someone, and then, then after that, you really get to know them, and then mm-hmm. I just realize this person is negative and kind of almost abusive and and it was just like and then I you know I put her up on a pedestal and thought Mm -hmm. okay she's this person and almost thought well she could be she might be the one but Mm -hmm. it just ended ended badly yeah Mm -hmm. I see so like what do you feel like is the opposite of that what was what would be like a good relationship um someone you know who's supportive understanding can give and take, you know, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a two-way street, you can take criticism and give criticism, um, you know, because um, we both, you know, we both perceive things differently, so it's not compromise, got to, there has to be a compromise. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, nice. we well, got to compliment, mm-hmm. you got to compliment each other, right, you can't sure. complete the other person. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So who is like your ideal woman? Um, definitely have to have someone that's, you know, nurturing, um, cause you know, even though we're, 
men are men they still like you know to have someone that's there and caring um mm-hmm. honest definitely got to be honest um funny got to be funny right mm-hmm. um yeah that's 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 it good i like mm-hmm. i want someone with a good business sense too because i'm mm-hmm. compliment my business savvy because mm-hmm. you know there's areas in, that i could be stronger in as well mm-hmm. yeah business side so totally yeah power team mm-hmm. yeah for sure for sure so um in terms of like your comedy i feel like you talk a lot about like being adopted and then like do you like how how, like, what's your process of writing your stuff? Do you just, like, do you go to, like, 50 million open mics all the time? Do you flush stuff out? Like, what's your, like... Um, yeah, I do flush stuff out. I mean, I produce my show a lot. What's your so, show? American Me Comedy. Oh, nice. Nice. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. Can you tell the listeners what it is? Yeah. Um, so, I just... You know, the comic, you're, you always you want stage time you want good stage time mm-hmm. and it, there's not there's a lot of shitty open mics and yeah. you know crap <laughs> stage time out there yeah mm-hmm. uh, so i just wanted to build my own stage and have a good mm-hmm. show where i can go perform so that's why i created it and the american me comedy is every funny because there's that movie american me um which is uh, about this mexican mafia mm-hmm. and so every time I perform in front of a Latin crowd, I was like, American me, why American me? But it's kind of on the same basis. It's like my story, kind of on my show. So American mm-hmm. me, but it's comedy. Mm-hmm. So it's American me comedy. Mm-hmm. How, awesome. And then I always have comics on it from all walks of life. Doesn't matter, you know. Do you have a website on it? Is are. it social media or like how? Uh, building, yeah, actually 20 seconds. Currently um, building the website. Social media, you can find us on Instagram, American Me Comedy. My Instagram is Jason Rogers AMC for American Me Comedy. Facebook, American Me Comedy. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I created it to, to build stage time, and I have comics from all walks of life. I've had, you know, disabled. I've had all different types of gender, cross-gender, transgender. I've had gay, straight, black, white, doesn't matter what color you are. Am so I allowed? Anything and everything. Do you allow um, Conti chinks? Yes. I, what's that? <laughs> Do you allow Conti chinks? Conti? Chinks. Is that? Yeah. Cool. That's my Twitter handle because Chinky Cunt was taken. That's funny. You can't take that one. That's funny, right? You know what's crazy? I did that joke on my second open mic, and the white people, none of them laughed. And I was like, screw mm. you guys. That's hilarious. But I sneak it in. Yeah. And sometimes it's funnier because I think it's, yeah, actually, yeah, I want to talk to you about this. What do you think about, like, PC-ness in comedy right now? Like, do you feel like... Uh, can't do it. Can't, can't do, do it. it. You know what it is? What? People are, are they're trying to put a square peg in a round hole can't be done it can't then it's not comedy you want to debate you want to go and protest or whatever go to city hall you know mm-hmm. you can't do it in a comedy club it's, it's not comedy you know, then we can go to i don't know what you want to call it um poetry reading yeah, <laughs> or uh-huh. or um tech talk i don't know whether mm-hmm. you know but no can't, you know what's you know what's, yeah sorry go ahead and i've been i i mean I've been oppressed 
ostracized my whole life or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, so for me to say that, it's, no, it's comedy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like... It's going to be offensive. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's going to be edgy. It's going to be, uh, you know, just, it's going to offend people. That's it. And that's why, but comedy, see, that's the whole thing. Beauty about comedy is so subjective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're not going to make every person laugh. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So. And I'm glad you say that because I've gotten different feedback from different people and it's just reassuring. It's it's heartwarming for me to hear you say it because you actually accomplish something in comedy. Whereas <laughs> yeah, other people are like not comics or like they're just bad. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. Um, so like, who are your favorite comedic inspirations? Um, well, let's let's start with the old guys, of course, you know, some of them are are dead. Um, Robin Williams, like, Mm because my mother loved Robin Williams. Uh, She'd watch mm -hmm. Mork and Mindy, and so I, um, love him. And then, um, you know, I got, when I was younger, I got introduced to Eddie Murphy. Mm. that was great. Eddie Murphy's great. Um, now I I think, you know, Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. Really liking Bill Burr lately. Um, just the new guys here. Uh, I always like Pablo Francisco. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Jim Brewer actually. Jim Brewer was one of the reasons why I got into comedy. Um, mm-hmm. And actually got to meet him personally a couple oh, times. Oh wow. On, Wow. On tour with Metallica, yeah. Wow, that was awesome. great. Um, yeah, those are some of the the guys that definitely influenced me. Awesome. I even like one of them, Ellen 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 Generous. I remember watching her special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she's good. she's incredible. She's so comedy. good at clean comedy, and I'm trying to tone yeah. it down, but it's so hard. And she's just such such a legend in that. So, mm-hmm. um, like, what are your thoughts on networking? Like, how what advice would you give to com- comedians just starting out? Like, how do I get booked? How do you recommend making friends? Because I don't drink or do drugs or smoke. And I talked about it in another podcast because it's like, I'm almost doing this to network, to be friends with them because I don't do all these things. And I know that I have an addictive personality. So if I do it, I might end up in Santa Ana homeless. So what are your like sober networking tips for comedians? Um, if any, just, if it's possible. <laughs> well, obviously you got to get out, get out there. The mic, right, right. You know, especially mm-hmm. the big, the big mics, right? Like what are the big improv. mics? Improv has um, they have their their Sunday big open mic Sunday night. Um, I know there's that potluck Mondays at the comedy store that everyone goes to. I need to write this down. Um, oh, oh, I but, <laughs> but that's a, that's a big thing. And, right. And I've always kind of been a maverick. I've always done my own thing mm-hmm. um, right. and kind of been a little bit antisocial, um, which I'm, I'm getting better at now. But, mm-hmm. and I, you know, as comics, we some comics are just like that, I think. But mm-hmm. get out there, you know, get into that community, go to the clubs, hang out. Improv is a great front bar area, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the comedy store has that front area, that patio. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just just get there, you know. Especially in the LA scene, get out there and just just kind of rub elbows. 
What do you think of the orange? Well, okay, maybe I shouldn't put you on blast. Like, do you think it's better to be where you are and be better? Or do you think going to LA is going to help people's careers much more? Uh, no, I think going, yeah, LA or New York for sure. Um, okay. You know, if you're starting out and you're somewhere else, definitely do it where you're at and really figure out if you love it, mm-hmm. you know, and if it's really what, what you want to pursue because it's a grind. You know, it mm-hmm. is a grind. Mm-hmm. Um, you pro- and uh, if you really decide you you love it and you've gotten good at it, um, you've been in it for a bit, then yeah, then definitely go to New York or LA. Mm-hmm. I see. So um, what was it like being an adoptee? Like just kind of, because you're in an interesting place where you're just always kind of different and an outside, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like how do you deal with that? Um. Um. Well, now that I'm older, mm-hmm. how old are you? By the How old are you? Oh, uh, I can't. I can't. I can't say that. I'm Asian though, so I'm yeah. So you're probably three hundred. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so no, you got to um. Um. Yeah. When I was younger, it was tough. No, I, my family was great i mean mm-hmm. you know they're dysfunctional as they were american mm-hmm. families they were mm-hmm. you know when everyone that had met them they were like oh wow they were they were meant to adopt you the wow. mother was very loving charismatic my dad was mm. the, the epitome of a you know american male very mm-hmm. reserved very you know male kind of chauvinist but at the end of the day loved us and mm-hmm cared and had you know morals very intelligent both parents mm-hmm. very highly educated and um so yeah that was great um but as an adoptee yeah you always feel different you always mm-hmm. feel like you kind of like i don't feel like i belong to an asian mm-hmm. group i don't mm-hmm. feel like i belong to obviously a white group mm-hmm. even though right. i grew up around so you mm-hmm. never really feel like you belong i always kind of felt like a, a fly on the wall that's why mm-hmm. i think i majored in sociology Mm. You know, just kind of mm-hmm. looking, you know, from from an outsider's perspective of how things work in the world. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating because I feel the same way because I came here when I was like 10 years old from China to here. So I kind of feel like mm-hmm. I don't really relate to the FOB, so I don't really relate to the ABCs either. And then like when I open my mouth and I say I'm, I was an ESL student, nobody believes me. And when I speak Chinese, people are like, are you from America? So I totally get what you're saying. I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, a lot of listeners probably relate to. Um, so my my next thought is like, have you thought of like reconnecting with your Korean roots, or did you feel like it's not necessary? Like, what are your thoughts? No, no. It's funny you say that because I actually okay. went back to Korea in May. Oh wow, how was it? It was great. It was, um, but again, I just I felt like you know I felt like a foreigner traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Actually, did some comedy there and. Mm-hmm. Um, do you speak Korean? And, um, no, I don't speak Korean. Okay. Okay. So, and yeah, I went to look for my birth parents. And wow, what so, was that like? Yeah, the, the latest update is they, well, not, I didn't, we didn't find them there when I was mm-hmm. there, but the latest update is they have found my mother. They reached wow. out to her. 
but she is deciding if she wants to meet me or not oh, because man. she she had wow. kept my birth a secret her whole life. Wow. Korean, Korean drama. <laughs> that is, that's a real Korean Holy, sh- yeah. Oh my God. Um, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's intense. How do you feel about that? I mean, I don't want to be like a therapist, but I'm, I am curious. No, like, no, no. It's, yeah, no, it's, um, I, I would love to meet her, obviously. So I yeah, of course. Out where, mm-hmm. You know, where it came from mm-hmm. and the actual, you know, for even health reasons, you know, family. Right, yeah. Health history. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm, I'm good either way. I would love to. At, you know, I'm a little sad if I don't, but mm-hmm. um, it is what it is. I've lived mm-hmm. this way, you know? Yeah. And, and I've always, like my adopted parents are one of my parents. They brought me up that's who i know you know that's true i mm-hmm. wish they were alive mm-hmm. i wish they were alive to have experienced this with me but yeah they're not true. they're not, not right, i'm sure they're that, proud of yeah. you yeah from beyond the grave yeah i kind of wonder too sometimes when my mom's proud of me for doing stand-up comedy but it's you know i mean you just have to i mean we're proud of you yeah, i believe that that counts for something <laughs> but you know whatever faith yeah. religion you have i'm sure they are um, so you did yeah. talk about drugs in your routine. So like, okay, if I was in jail, how do you advise me to survive? Um, well, it's funny, you know, and I'm, and I'm, I'm working on this material because, oh my God. <laughs> um, well, it's, you know, it's a, it's a hard subject to talk about. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. um, it, it, it is a work in progress, but it's funny because, because of that, you know, I've always been stereotyped. Well, I'm Asian looking, so that lots of Asian stereotypes have always been put upon me. Mm-hmm. And one of them, especially in prison, is everyone thought I knew martial arts. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, so, uh... yeah, so, fighter, so. How did you even like get in jail, was... though? Like, sorry, I, I had to ask, like, what? Like, how? Just arrested, arrested for drug possession. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Were you a good um, drug dealer? Were you pretty good? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I made a lot of money, I think, at one point, and um, yeah, there's a uh, there's a backstory to that for sure. But obviously, I wouldn't mm-hmm. get enough because I got arrested. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what drugs should I avoid? Because I know I have that opium gene, where like if I try something, I know I'm gonna hit get hooked. So I'm staying the hell away from drugs. But what drugs? makes you funnier and what drugs makes you i don't know not funny i i that's yeah i i think i would stay away from heroin mm-hmm. crystal meth okay um you know i use mm-hmm. a lot of these drugs to, to mask pain i did a lot mm-hmm. ecstasy mm-hmm. it's funny though because some of these drugs that i use they actually are using them now Mm-hmm. to treat post-traumatic stress, PTSD, which I, which I had, mm-hmm. and depression, which mm-hmm. I had, um, like ketamine. Which is special yeah, that sounds K. familiar. What is that? People keep talking special about K. ketamine. Special K? Is that a cereal? It's a cat, it's okay. a cat tranquilizer. Oh, what? What? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so yeah. square. Jason, I'm so square. I don't know anything. I'm such a nerd. Um, yeah, tell me all the drugs. Uh, um yeah mushrooms mushrooms actually legal now in denver and oakland 
So microdosing. Yeah. Definitely ecstasy. I did PCP. They used to use PCP, psychologists, psychiatrists. Is that good? But they stopped. Yeah, it's very similar to Special K. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. I love how you're like a cool Asian. You're the Jay-Z of Asians. <laughs> you do drugs. Now you're doing real estate. That's hilarious. So how do you balance like your day job versus, oh, I mean, okay, I know you, you know what I mean, right? Like the, the, um, the real estate versus the comedy. How do you balance that? Well, I'll be honest. It's more, more comedy. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> real estate, yeah. Me too. I, I tell people, I, I tell people I have my license and, mm -hmm. you know, I help good, I help friends out. Mm -hmm. that are that need you know certain real estate that have mm -hmm. real estate needs so mm -hmm. um but i'm not fully marketing it like a mm -hmm. like a realtor that's you probably kill it you're asian of course you'd kill it um <laughs> but that's awesome i really like how just like you're you're being real here you know like you had your past and then you know you've had like suffered a lot of trauma and then you come out on it other side i look to you as like one of the staples of hollywood improv so it's like it's just an honor for me to um you know have this conversation with you um so how can we find you how can we book you how can we see you in person um uh, follow me on instagram need those followers jason rogers amc that's j-a-s-o-n-r-o-g-e-r-s amc no d and rogers uh, you can direct message me there i'm also on facebook that's actually Jason O. Rogers, O-H. O-H is my Korean first, last name. Um, and then American Comedy on Facebook or Instagram. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you so much for this amazing interview. I learned so much. I hope listeners learned yeah, as much as I did. So thank you so much, Jason. All right. And I'll be at the Irvine Improv tonight. Ooh, in all right. County. Catch him yeah. in Irvine Improv. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks.